Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another season review. This one's going to be for season one of Hannah on Amazon Prime globally. Um, I'm your host Matthew and yeah, today we're going to start off spoiler free, go into housekeeping, let you know what else we've been up to and then we'll go into spoilers for this season. Uh, so Hannah on Amazon, uh, as I've said recently on a couple of podcasts including Geek Town Radio last week, uh, I recently signed back up for Amazon Prime and Boy, have I found a lot of things to watch on there. Um, yeah, it's it's been a little while since I've had Amazon Prime and that sort of stuff. And uh, I guess just a lot of things have been have been added in that time. One of those things is Hannah, uh, which let me read the description here for you. Hannah is an extraordinary, and this is H-A-N-N-A. Uh, I don't know if that's the American way of spelling Hannah, but over here, um, at least from girls that I've known and stuff like that, they've been H-A... N-N-A-H, but this is just H-A-N-N-A. But anyway, Hannah is an extraordinary girl who has been raised in the forest, evading the relentless pursuit of uh, an off-the-book CIA agent. This series, part high-concept thriller, part coming-of-age drama, follows the girl on her journey as she tries to unearth the truth behind who she is, Hannah. Uh, So there you go. Um, Yeah, it says that there's actually... Some more stuff here. So let me click on that. Yeah. Hannah is based on the 2011 film of the same name that starred uh, Oscar-nominated actress Sorisa uh, Ronan in the title role. I think that film is also on Amazon. But uh, yeah, if you want to watch the up-to-date version or the uh, the current running version because there is going to be a season 2 as well, uh, then I would recommend Hannah on Amazon Prime. But I've not seen the... The uh, original film, I'm, I'm aware of it. I've seen it like around and stuff like that, but I've never actually like sat down and watched it and stuff. Um, and yeah, earlier this year, before this series came out, uh, when did it get released? Uh, first episode date th- the third of February, 2019, and there is eight episodes, and they're about an hour each, uh, roughly between like you know 47 minutes and 60 or whatever. So. Um, yeah, I was seeing a film earlier this year, um, and so it would have been um, late January, very early February that I would have seen the film. I uh, can't remember what it was that I was watching at the time. Uh, it might have been Captain Marvel. Was Captain Marvel around February? Something? Uh, anyway, uh, I was watching um, something at the cinema. You know, got there slightly early to where uh, the trailers were still playing or certain things were still playing. And uh, they show this thing called Hannah. And um, that's the first time I've ever seen an Amazon trailer, at least, uh, at the cinema. I've seen, like, Netflix stuff and some big, like, HBO things, maybe. But it's it's actually it's actually kind of rare that you would see TV trailers at the cinema, obviously, because they want to keep you going to the cinema. And in order to do that, they want you to watch the films that are there. So, which doesn't doesn't include going home and watching stuff on Amazon Prime because you're not you're not in the cinema. Uh, but yeah, I, I watched the trailer for it and I was like, huh, don't have Amazon Prime. Not sure if I want to watch this, but it looks kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, these kind of um, it's got it. Uh, How's it described here? Uh, high concept sort of thriller. The all these sort of espionage thriller, sort of CIA based sort of stuff. Absolutely love those sorts of things. Um, a few examples are, it, well, another Amazon Prime show, which is Jack Ryan, which just, just had its uh, season two teaser either yesterday or the day before um, released. Of course, we did review uh, season one here on Entertainment Talk for uh, John Krasinski's Jack Ryan, which I very much enjoyed. I'm looking forward to the second season of that. It was out in August last year, so I'm wondering if they're going to do August this year. Uh, so Jack Ryan, 
is a very very similar example. Of course, all these have different plots and characters, but they're the same kind of genre type of thing. Um, something which is a little bit further away, but still kind of the same stuff, is Homeland. Um, Homeland isn't as like action based as Hannah or Jack Ryan or something like that, um, but it's still got that sort of CIA type of stuff in there. Um, which I again I really like that sort of stuff. Another option, another um, uh, similar show is obviously Twenty Four. Jack Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, you guys know how much I love Twenty Four. My favorite show still. Um, yeah, that's another kind. That that's much more in the line of a Jack Ryan, I suppose. Although Jack Ryan's you know again a different character, but um, you know Jack Bauer's not being raised in a forest basically, uh, like Hannah is in this situation. But you know what I mean, the same type of thing in that way. Um, there was one other show that I was thinking of the other day. I can't think of what it was, but something that again is very, very similar to these sort of things. And um, what I'd like to say at the moment is, um, even though I'm not looking for more things to watch because I've got more than enough to watch at the moment, uh, especially after recently subscribing to uh, Amazon Prime, and then hey, Netflix has got this new Katie Sackoff thing, and then Orange is the New Black final season. So I've got more than more than enough things to watch. But what I would say is, if you know of any other series that are similar to, you know, Hannah, Twenty Four, Jack Ryan, Homeland, less of the Homeland sort of stuff, because I want something much more action based. Which Twenty Four and Hannah and Jack Bauer, uh, Jack Bauer, Jack Ryan are much more similar in that sort of way. So think a little bit less Homeland, still the same genre. Action wise, if you go, if you guys know of any other series that I've maybe missed or not caught hold of that are very, very similar to this type of thing, um, then uh, please do suggest that and I will look into watching those things. So, yeah, Hannah season one on Amazon Prime, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that the action was uh, honestly at times up there with something like a 24 and a uh, Jack Ryan. Of course, you've got big differences in those three shows, which is you know. 24 obviously started in 2001, had its newest season uh, in 2014, and then obviously had the 20, 2016 reboot of 24 Legacy. Um, and then, of course, so you've got way more episodes of 24 than uh, Hannah and Jack Ryan. Of course, Jack Ryan, Amazon, same sort of uh, studio and all that. Eight episodes, an hour each, so much more similar to something like 24, but still fundamentally the same thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, in terms of the action of Hannah and watching Hannah kind of grow up and, um, you know, get cha- trained by her, um, dad, Eric, uh, played by Joel, uh, Ki- Kinnaman, Kinnaman, is that how you say his name? Uh, who was, he's played a couple of characters before, I know he played, um, one of the characters in Suicide Squad, the one that had the, had the gun that wasn't dead shot, basically, I think that was who, who he was playing as, he's been in a bunch of other things as well, so... Um, yeah, him kind of raising her in the forest and having this idea of, uh, you know, I'm gonna get you from this place or whatever and raise you as a young child and, like, get you away from, uh, certain other characters who we'll get into, onto here in a bit, but, like, Hannah's too curious to explore the outside world, because she will be, you know, because she's young and wants to explore and all that and whatever, um, I thought was a very interesting kind of concept. Um, and something I don't think I've seen quite, at, le- at least in recent memory. I've probably seen something like that before. But it's been a while since I've seen um, a thing like that. But um, yeah, him kind of having these rules of, you know, I've set, I think it's like a red, red markers on trees or something that they set as like a, a barrier or something. And um, she wants to kind of explore and things basically go from there. 
Uh, they both meet characters later on, which is uh, continues to be interesting. This is kind of a, a difficult show to talk about spoiler-free, just because things... I mean, in the pilot alone, in the first two episodes as well alone, um, lots of things change as these first two episodes go on. Um, and I will say that, like, pacing-wise and just the strength of the show in the first two episodes is really just uh, incredible. I couldn't believe, like what i was watching in these first two episodes um and then you know again granted this is something that is more to use a term like up my street this is something that i very much very very much love and am quite into in terms of its its genre and all those sorts of things um but yeah watching hannah kind of grow up and watching her um like get better at fighting and then when she's fighting certain people later on in the series just to see her kind of skill um and then to see eric uh, again joel, joel Kin- kinman's character um kind of try and help help her along and then you're they're on the run they get caught a couple of times i mean there's you know different situations where they will get caught they will break free and um one of the show's weakest parts but something that won't bother me quite so much or didn't bother me so much is there is a lot of you know these characters almost get caught or fully get caught and then one saves the other and that happens quite a few times but to me when i look at those sorts of scenes in the show it's sort of okay you know eric's probably not gonna die you know that hannah's probably not gonna die uh and some of these other characters but how are they gonna get out of the situation what sort of tactics and fighting styles and um how many arms are they because there's a lot of scenes where uh where eric and hannah just break people's arms and i know i probably shouldn't find it so funny but like just this idea that because their technique they seem to both use and again he's training her so she's going to be fighting similarly is they seem to like get behind these guys or whatever these cia guys the people that are chasing them bend their arm backwards so that it does break and then just twist it (laughs) just so that you have this extra effect of like okay not only have i like broken your arm in maybe two or three places but now i'm going to twist it and then like probably what break their wrists as well and stuff um but it it gave these characters an interesting sense of security to where when hannah or eric uh does something like that to a character they bend their arm back and break and break it and i know i'm focusing on that as quite a quite a bit but that is quite a common tactic that they both use and it does work quite a lot because hey if you're gonna shoot with either one or two hands you're going to also need your arms. And if it's broken and twisted. Not only are you going to be an extreme amount of pain. And not be able to get up or whatever. Because you're going to be in the pain on floor. Or on the floor in, in pain rather. Um, that gives these characters. Who haven't got broken arms. <laughs> a good chance to get away. And um, I mean again. Some of you might think. Like, oh it's another arm that's getting broken or whatever. But it's like. Okay there's now no way that this, this CIA guy or whatever who's just had his arm broken by eric or hannah is going to be able to chase these people and you know you find it believable because you know that eric's a trained guy and he's been training hannah and stuff like that so they're both very much capable of it um and the thing that i like about their fighting styles as well there's a few things i believe i believe it's called um leapfrogging which is where you sort of what's it you kind you kind of jump towards like a uh ledge of some kind um you kind of push your 
hands against it or whatever and like use that to push yourself forward um it, it's kind of difficult to describe but um because hannah's a bit you know more smaller and she's quicker and stuff like that whereas joel tends to be a bit more of the slow kind of brute force in a way like she does some brutal stuff and all that but she tends to be a bit more of the she jumps about a bit more basically and it's really cool to see like sometimes she'll jump through windows or through gaps or she'll jump like further distances again just because she's smaller and she's more able to do that than what eric is uh, and that's kind of the fighting that's kind of her version of their fighting style um and there's a particular couple of scenes there's this bit where well this isn't really a spoiler eric's in this room and he's kind of under fire and uh hannah's like on her way to go and sort of save him i can't remember like the specific uh like you know she, she she's gotten hold of him gotten sort of track of him and she's trying to go after him and sort of save him and then there's this like railing sort of thing and this open window which someone's either shot or been thrown through or so it's like a, a, there was a glass window there and it's been broken and there's a bit where um again i don't really consider this a spoiler this is more of like an action scene spoiler if anything um where she does this leapfrog leapfrog thing on this railing jumps through the window rolls over picks up joel's gun and then because he's on the right side of this door that he's trying to shoot people at she like jumps or like switches to the left hand side of the door and then she uses this rifle and then says like okay a little speech of like i've got this or i'm here don't worry or something like that because uh, although he's like capable of defending himself in that situation he's a bit injured she's there to kind of back him up or whatever uh, and they both do that for each other throughout the series which i think is is kind of cool uh it makes sense you know for their relationship but yeah she's like doing this leapfrog leapfrog thing uh through the window off these railings and she's like doing all these roles and stuff like that uh, and this is really cool to see and she does that like six seven eight times maybe throughout the series i wasn't really keeping like track necessarily but that's roughly how many times she does it and um yeah it's just cool to see like okay they've both got the same fighting style but they have adopted it differently uh, and again she's a different age she's a bit like quicker or whatever and she's a bit more agile um or, or has, more, has more agility and stuff and she's able to jump around a bit more um which i think is cool so um yeah re- really really liked all those all those kinds of scenes um and it's just it just brings about a lot of scenes where um these particular characters that are after them because there's a couple of different characters all say like hey they're on the top floor or whatever and um there'll be these cia units in there and like go 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 and all that sort of stuff and they'll both be planning like how to take them down and then it's kind of okay the units are this unit of men or whatever approaching them and how are they going to take that down and then just kind of watching that unfold i just found thoroughly entertaining so i thought that was really great as well so um yeah so that's my thoughts i mean the action was the standout stuff to me i like the plot i like the characters found it very interesting but again in terms of these action type of theories um which again can't really be compared to homeland because homeland um is a bit more like political sort of thing rather than uh these action series of like jack ryan and 24 and stuff like that so i loved all that stuff all that stuff was great so um yeah i don't know what else i want to say really spoiler free i i love the series i can't wait for season two especially especially with how kind of this season ends and stuff um the season was this year so it'll probably be um like i don't know if amazon does like if they have something airing july 2019 do they come back for july 2020 for the certain series i don't know um i'm not really quite as familiar with um 
with Amazon's schedule with those sorts of things. So although like Netflix has moved stuff around to different months occasionally and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I think that's all the spoiler-free talk I really kind of want to do. Um, like there's several twists and turns of different things I I want to get into and discuss, but uh, I can't really talk about that without spoilers. But yeah, do I recommend the series? Yeah, quite a lot. Um, if you're not so much as into action stuff, which I don't really know anybody who who isn't. Um, I think that the plot and the characters themselves, um, is still interesting enough to keep the thing going. But I don't know how, even if you're not quite so into, act- into action, uh, I'd encourage you to sort of pay attention to these two characters' fighting styles and how they both differently kind of adopt it in, uh, in their own kind of way. Um, like it's not a specific martial arts sort of thing or whatever it's just the way they both fight so which is again a lot of breaking arms and breaking legs so uh which hey that sort of stuff is is effective if you can break someone's leg and then break their arm not only can they not run after you they also can't really do anything with the arm so it's effective it's good uh and i really really like hannah for season one all right that's all the spoiler free talk i've got i'll um do some housekeeping in a moment let you know what else we've been up to on entertainment talk then after that we're going to go into spoilers so if you haven't seen hannah season one you're going to want to jump out at that point but not yet stay tuned to the rest of the podcast until i tell you that you need to leave uh see you in a minute today's sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcast. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, speaking of Amazon stuff, uh, The Boys Season 1 got released on Amazon on Friday. I've seen, well, I've seen more than the first two episodes. Uh, I've seen the whole season and you'll hear about it soon. Uh, but if you haven't started the series yet, or if you even if you have, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've got my impressions episode, uh, impressions podcast review for episodes one and two of season one, uh, and that's the spoiler-free impression. So if you haven't started the boy season one for whatever reason, it's fine. Um, you can still listen to that podcast and check out my impressions for the first two episodes for season one. Uh, me and Robert did another Q&A uh, podcast. This one was uh, more of a mix of personal questions and pop culture based questions. Uh, thank you everyone very very much who sent in uh, questions for this Q&A. I don't know when we'll do another one but it will be soon. It will probably be after we wrap up uh, iZombie which will be uh, some point towards the end of August. Because we're going to be doing a course gaming talk and uh, iZombie stuff. So after iZombie is wrapped up we'll probably ask for more uh, Q&A questions. But don't hesitate to send them in. Uh, also yeah, feedback wise for Hannah and all sorts of other things. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Twitter eTalkUK there's a contact page and information in your show notes. So yeah if you've got any Q&A questions for Q&A number 3. Because that was Q&A number 2. Uh, of course there is 
first one out there as well so there's two of those out there but if you want to uh, prepare any questions or send in any early questions for Q&A number three or to send in any th- feedback you can send it to the things that I've just mentioned such as the email. Uh, speaking of gaming talk, uh, last week we did uh, episode 171 which was uh, talking about Disney and their rumoured acquisition. Yes, they're looking to buy more uh, of the Monopoly board if you want to call it that. Uh, they're looking to acquire Activision Blizzard which is more in the video games realm of uh, ent- of the entertainment business. Uh, they own franchises such as um, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Sparrow and a bunch of others but those are kind of the main ones that I could think of at the time. Uh, we also talked about Apple, they're doing some some interesting stuff with AR and VR, and we talked about some other things as well. We also got um, Robert's thoughts on the Witcher trailer on Netflix, uh, and we do of course have the Watching the Witcher podcast, which is launched, it's out there on iTunes and on Spotify as well. And of course on the website, Watching the Witcher, you can search for that either on the website or on iTunes or search for Entertainment Talk on uh, podcast services. Uh, but yes, I got Robert's individual thoughts on the Witcher trailer. Um, so that's that. Big Little Lies finished its second season on HBO. We don't know if there's a third one. I really want a third one because I didn't like the... Let's just say I didn't like the ending of season two. But if you want to know more about that, uh, of course you can. Uh, well, you'll probably need to watch season two in order to find out why I didn't like the ending of season two. Because it's a bit more spoilery, which is in the spoiler section. But there's a spoiler-free uh, part of the podcast at the start as well. But that's for HBO's uh, second season of Big Little Lies, which is also on Sky Atlantic, which is now TV in the UK. And all that sort of stuff. Uh, Avengers Endgame is now the number one box office film on the other inflation list or whatever uh so i went through and looked at the top 25 films on that list and also looked at the inflation list as well which has got gone with the wind which is way out in front of other things but uh different time all that sort of stuff uh so yeah i discussed that as well and discussed in avengers endgame being number one at the box office as well uh, we did a couple of trailer watching podcast sort of things i did one for supergirl season five um we also talked about uh, Marvel and their announcement of Phase 4 and which films and Disney Plus TV series are going to be in uh, Phase 4 from Comic-Con last week, which they announced, of course. Uh, and then a couple of other watching trailers, podcast things. We did the final season of Arrow, the sixth, sixth season of The Flash, and like I said, the uh, Watching The Witcher uh, podcast launch, which is watching the uh, season 1 trailer for The Witcher. Uh, it wasn't quite a season preview podcast because it's a bit too early to do that kind of stuff yet but uh, yeah that's what uh, we've been doing on uh, Entertainment Talk. Yeah that's what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org or on podcast platforms. I'm going to do a season review also of The Boys uh, so if it sounds a bit weird that I mentioned that I watched it it's because I'm going to I'm gonna copy and paste this housekeeping section onto that, onto, uh, that podcast as well because I'm going to be recording it straight after this so uh, look out for that. But we're now at the spoiler section part of uh, my season one review for Hannah. So if you've not seen season one, go and watch it. Go and watch it on Amazon Prime. It's an original over there. Uh, so sign up or get a free trial or whatever you need to do. Uh, and watch season one of Hannah. Eight episodes, very, very well, uh, very, very worth uh, watching. So go and check that out as well. Alright, so we're going to go into spoilers. If you've uh, yes, not seen Hannah Season 1, if you're listening on the website, click on the homepage to check out the other content that we've done. Um, or if you're listening on a podcast platform or player, such as Spotify or iTunes, go into that, press the pause button, watch Hannah Season 1, come back, and then press play. Alright, spoiler time. Um, cool, so I like the kind of twist that... Um, 
What's it? Because you had uh, Hannah's mother at the start get kind of inadvertently sort of killed or whatever. I mean, I guess that... Um, was it Marissa? Uh, Morella Enos's character, who I've seen, I, th- I think she was in um, Zero Dark Thirty or something like that. She's been in a couple of things I've recognised before. Um, but yeah, when they get the mother killed accidentally at the start of the season, I thought that was kind of impactful and interesting. One of those really unlucky deaths where, like, it's just bam. She's like, she, because she whacks her head against the tree, is it? Because, like, the, the windshield, uh, the, the, um, front window part of the cut is called the windshield uh that breaks and then she smacks her head straight on the tree and it's like an instant kind of death which is almost more unlucky than like a slow death so um yeah and of course eric looks and he realizes what's happened and um i looking back on the series now because at the start you could kind of get the idea that marissa thinks oh eric and hannah are dead because the car explodes but of course they get out in time otherwise we wouldn't really have um, the rest of the series, because uh, Hannah wouldn't be in it. Um, yeah, I thought that was an interesting little way to start the thing, start stuff. Because I remember when they showed the season one trailer uh, in the cinema, and I did re- rewatch the trailer uh, before I went to watch the season. They kind of don't show the mother, obviously, because she's not in the series. Uh, she's dead, and then I sort of thought like, oh, the mother's in here at the start. I like, you know, the the trailer doesn't really make you quite aware of that. Uh, and then of course you get the the explanation which is that she dies at the start so you can't really show things like that uh, or show her really being in the trailer much because she's not in the show um yeah i thought that was an interesting way for them to kind of change things uh, at the start of the series and sort of um make things seem a little bit different um i want to talk about one of the plot lines that people might not have found quite so interesting but i did uh which is sophie in the series played by Rian Barreto. I've not seen her before. Uh, she's probably been in some other stuff, but I've not seen the actress before. Uh, same kind of thing. This isn't going to spoil Stranger Things season three, but I remember in my Stranger Things season three podcast, I said about basically the effect of all of these characters being grown up. I pointed out a specific character and said that you know the arc of that character and the angle of you know teenagers growing up more and having more of a human feel. Uh, now with Hannah being a little bit more, I want to say Wonder Woman-esque, uh, you know, she grows up kind of without people around her, only really has Eric there. Yeah, she grows up basically uh, with with just Eric around her and it's sort of, she doesn't get to interact with other people, which like limits her social sort of experiences or really just limits her, her entire world experiences, which is very, very similar to uh, Wonder Woman, uh, at least from what they showed in the in the DCEU film. Um, so it kind of immediately reminded me of that character, like she gets brought up in the, is it the Amazonian thing, or whatever, uh, with the Amazonians, and, um, you know, doesn't really get to experience life outside of that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know if they were trying to, like, take inspiration from that or whatever, but I, I found it very interesting when, like, you know, she meets Sophie and meets these two guys and whatever, and, um, kind of has to adjust to, like, um... It's a bit like when that guy, when they, when she goes to have sex with that guy, and he brings out like the condom, and she's like not even sure of what that is. It's like those, those characters like that experiencing things in the world, and then um, was it like when she goes shopping with Sophie, which is, again is a little bit similar to a scene in Stranger Things. Won't, won't spoil that, obviously. Um, 
yeah she goes shopping with the, with with Sophie and that and she picks up these glasses and picks up this like um Mars bar or some some, some sort of candy bar or sweet bar or something like that um and then Sophie's like you have to pay for that and you know Hannah doesn't necessarily understand the concept of money and things like that and seeing her just interact with like you know Sophie's family and those sorts of characters I, I really find that quite interesting a character that has just lived in the forest for what most of her life or all of her life basically and has only known basically training hunting training hunting sleeping and um just being around this one particular character um and like you know it make it really does make sense and really fit quite well with you know eventually she's gonna ask uh eric her dad like questions and stuff and she's gonna wonder about the outside world and because she knows there's more than the forest out there and she wants to explore that and meet people and things like that and uh, i think sophie was a quite a good choice for her to sort of meet you get the teenage girl sort of growing up together type of thing uh just like most teenage girls and and or teenage boys as well or teenagers as a group uh would kind of do you know they're all growing up together and experiencing stuff and um to have hannah come into that um and experience like watching films and um eating boys and all that, all that all that sort of stuff that teenagers would do but she's kind of <clears throat> she's kind of not grown up into that she's grown up outside of that and been put into that sort of position i i found that quite interesting so uh, and then especially with like you know her ptsd stuff and or i think it's ptsd that she's kind of facing there's the bit where um i can't remember what film they watch but they, they were watching but um when she's watching that guy get cut up or whatever and it's like violent and it's sort of triggering her in a, in a particular way and um you know she's standing up in front of the room that guy's throwing popcorn at her and she's got triggered by him kind of goes to punch him and of course because she's trained so thoroughly it's not an average teenage girl punching you that's somebody who's been trained by someone who's already trained and she's gonna punch a bit better than the average teenager um so like her giving like the extra sort of punch and then um freaking out and sophie kind of has to be there for her and yeah it it's something i almost didn't expect for the series to do just because like basically my knowledge going into the series was okay this girl's called hannah she's been uh escaped or rescued or whatever from this from this facility her dad's trained her and that was about it and i kind of thought okay that's a premise that could go in several different directions which it does um and you know you you kind of go from like um you have several different escaping scenes like i mentioned before uh, especially with eric and you have the characters that could have potentially died a couple of times so hannah and eric could have died a couple of times i know eric dies eventually obviously and they they bury him and stuff i was i was quite happily happy with the way they did that it's like he's got all these injuries he's looking like he's about to die he sort of does but he stops like he stops breathing and moving and all that and then ne- the next scene having the establishing shot of like okay we're we're like completely burying him because it because you could have done a, a thing where because that was like right at the end of the season wasn't it where um he's dying and you could have had a thing where like you have a season two fake out death where you see him stop moving on that minibus or whatever you cut to a scene with Hannah and Sophie walking off together. Uh, no, it wasn't Hannah and Sophie. It was Hannah and the uh, one of the girls in the facility. They had they all had numbers. It was like two four one and stuff like that. Um, 
you see her walking off with her and then it's sort of you, you could have done it so that you don't establish Eric's death and you come back and it's like oh look he's alive but no they sort of committed to it and made sure that, that happened and um given that you've got these two girls that have essentially grown up in the same facility um and have probably been trained in the same kind of way you know the fighting stuff and all that um it's going to be very interesting to see where those two characters even like go next and stuff so um yeah especially with like marissa out there and and all those sorts of things so um yeah there's it, it, it went several different interesting directions this season um I was actually kind of surprised. I can't quite remember his name, but the the guy at the start who's chasing them, and um, Eric says to Marissa at some point, "Oh, this is to show you that I'm how serious I am." And he gets shot. I thought he was gonna survive a little bit longer, but one of the highlights of that particular character and with Marissa, um, having the you know the bit where they're in. Um, that sort of town type part and Eric's like got all these smoke bombs and that and he's throwing them about the place and and Marissa's like steps behind him like a couple of steps behind him there's even certain scenes where he's gone through a door and within a corridor and she's just come out the same side but there's been like a smoke bomb gone out those sort of scenes I absolutely love those sorts of scenes where um you know the guy I mentioned from before he's trying he's like about to kill Hannah or whatever and um, it does kind of constantly pose that question throughout those scenes of how these how are these characters are going to get out of this situation, what skills and tactics and gadgets and tricks and all that sort of stuff they're going to use, uh, and I just found that th- thoroughly interesting throughout the season. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all the all the spoiler stuff I want to roughly go over. Um, I mean, there was other characters that got kind of killed along the way, which which were interesting. Um, but it's mainly really about, you know, Eric, Marissa, Sophie, and, um, Hannah herself, so, um, I'm interested to see if, um, any of those other characters with numbers, because that's, that's the names that they're listed as, uh, if any of those come into play, or, um, what Hannah does with this girl now, um, if Sophie comes back in some kind of way, maybe, um, and yeah, it's interesting where you've got this girl who, you know, she's all into, like, the teenage boys and the social life and all that sort of stuff with with Sophie. And then she meets this girl who's, like, you know, she's out in the in kind of the wild on her own or out there on her own. She's got, like, a gun in her back pocket and she's, like, a completely different type of character. And then, you know, Hannah needs somewhere to go, somewhere to live, somewhere to kind of stay with, somewhere to stay and people to stay with. And because Sophie's kind of there... Uh, she kind of her kind of bringing her on board and stuff. I I just thought it was a very interesting way to to take both of the characters really, um, from the future or, or into the future rather, or into future scenes and plots and stuff. So, and there was you know the bit where uh, Hannah sleeps with this guy and then Sophie like really likes him and really want has wanted him for. Uh, you get the sense that it's been a while and then um. Uh, Sophie like loses trust with her and stuff and they kind of have like a temporary falling out and then Sophie kind of realizes how serious things are where Marissa gets in there and claims to be Hannah's mom and stuff like that I thought all that was really really good so yeah um yeah like the series overall a lot I think it's really really good um I don't know where it would land roughly in my top 10 or probably top 13 because if you remember on our best of 2018 podcast I had 13 TV entries basically 
Um, so we'll see where it lands in there. I've still obviously got that list to, to consider with different things. Um, and we'll see how things go. But yeah, if you've got any more things that I... If you've got anything that I didn't touch upon or things you'd like me to talk about more. Or uh, thoughts on things that I did bring up, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and what did you think of the action? Did you find the arm breaking and leg breaking techniques interesting? Did you find it as entertaining as I did when... Um, Hannah was like leapfrogging <laughs> on uh, on different things. Uh, it kind of reminded me of what's the character's name? You know, in in Logan, you've got that young um, Wolverine female character. Uh, I can't remember her name because it's been yeah, I haven't thought about Wolverine for a while. It's kind of like when she's jumping about the place, and even though Hannah's not got you know claws and whatever, um, she's kind of jumping about the place and like jumping on guys' shoulders and trying to like fight them and all that sort of stuff um and she is doing I, I like that fight i don't know what it's called but when a character jumps onto somebody's shoulders they use their legs to wrap around their neck and then they flip them over or whatever or like snap their neck and stuff um hannah does a lot of that in this in this season which is really 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 kind of cool to see um yeah just found it really thoroughly enjoying overall but yes if you uh yeah want to uh, message me or whatever about any of the stuff that I missed or things that I did talk about uh, where do you think season 2 could go um, it's kind of allowed to do what it wants I suppose at this point um, you know they're not tied to Eric or whatever and Marissa's still basically out there but it's going to basically be about I guess Sophie Hannah and this the number I think she was actually 241 if I remember correctly that was the number that they list her as when you're watching stuff on Amazon Prime if you bring up the um uh, pause menu stuff like that it gives the cast list for that particular scene it doesn't always stay up to date there'll be scenes that change and stuff and it won't uh, update it quite so much but yeah thought it was really great so yeah let me know what you think uh, and you can find all the content that we got on entertainmenttalk.org uh, if you want to um, yeah again send in feedback matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalkuk contact page and information in your show notes if you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Uh, we also have an Amazon affiliate link. No, that's not a promotional thing for Amazon. It's uh, where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut and it won't cost you extra. Uh, so it's got nothing to do with prom- promoting Amazon shows. I'm just simply here to review the ones that I like or the ones that I've seen. So, uh, yeah, you can use that as well. iTunes, iTunes feeds, please rate, review and subscribe to those. Word of mouth, if you see people talking about um, lots of different stuff, I guess this weekend, like the boys or whatever, recommend the 101 and 102 uh, spoiler-free impressions podcast uh, and all the other TV, video game and film coverage that we have done as well. Uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. Lastly, video games, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.